Well, Sidil, Sidil, Politicking the Podcast, we back again here at Riverside Studios, man, getting it popping. Gonna talk about these bad boy Clippers, you know what I'm saying? We added to the squad DeMarcus Cousins. We got Rondo at the trade deadline, man. We going up, man. The Clippers are built to win it all, man. I think that they probably are the deepest team in the league, and they're by far the toughest team in the league. We're bringing the homies, man. We're going to talk about this. Sadell Fools. What up, what up, what up? So with the addition of DeMarcus Cousins, you got Serge Ibaka. You got Morris. You got Pat Bev. You got Kawhi Leonard. What what team is tougher than the Clippers right now? Because they reminded me of the bad boy Pistons. You know what I'm saying? With that. Just that that toughness and that that fortitude that they attack the game with. Well, um, as Yajiketi is obviously letting you know that you're capping as he's putting on multiple caps. <laughs> um, I like I like the addition of Demarcus Cousins. I like the addition of Rajon Rondo. Um, a lot of people forget they played together with the New Orleans Hornets. I mean, not New Orleans Hornets, New Orleans Pelicans. So, you know, there's that additional chemistry there. Rondo was a coach on the court. So there's a lot of things that you probably don't even have to think about when he's in the game. He can look off PG. He can look off Kawhi Leonard. He can put other players in position and, and take, you know, the butt. Or the the front butt or whatever from anybody as far as you know mouths and whatnot, but what I don't like is that reference though, Caleb. They're not the bad boy Pistons of old because they're not the defensive juggernaut they were last year. Because uh, Harold is gone, Lou Will is now gone. Harold, Zuba- yeah, Are you uh, saying that my friend Harold. He Montrez, got, he, he, no, 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 he, he, no, no, no. Mar, Mar, Montrez Harold. He was offensive. Listen, the Clippers don't ever do anything. Well, he was a liability, bro. Caleb, Caleb, listen, let's think about it. The Clippers never do anything in the playoffs, ever. It's not even like me joking because I have a Laker hat on. I'm a Laker fan. I mean, statistically speaking, the Clippers suck in the playoffs, right? So Montrez Harold not being able to stop the Joker, whatever, no big deal. Regular season, though, like you all you Clipper fans love, regular season, they kill on defense because of Beverly and Harold. We knew that. And Morris. Beverly, Harold, and Morris, they, they were the defensive anchors. They held it down. This year without Montrez Harold and you have Zubak in the middle, they ain't got no type of intimidation down low. Serge Ibaka has been very inconsistent because of just health in general. And then, you know, you got PG and you got Kawhi playing – you know, they, they resting some games, you know, injured some games here and there. So they're the number one team in the NBA for three-pointers. You should tip your hat. I'll tip my hat for you. Number one team for three-pointers. They're not number one in defense anymore. And you know defense wins championships. <laughs> Ooh, man. I hope I wasn't capping that much, too. I like that hat, though. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my, my head above – with all of this cap that's going on, Caleb <laughs> is speaking to us. First of all, take off one cap. Uh, first of all, the Clippers are not even close to the bad boys because DeMarcus Cousins does not play defense whatsoever. So that cap goes off. Second, second, um, I take off a cap 
Wait, I got there we go. I take off a cap because my boy Mayor is right. Clippers are only known for for um, the regular season. We're gonna take off another cap. Oh, shoot. We're gonna take off another cap because PG don't even show up in the playoffs. That's the problem with the Clippers. Clippers don't need nobody else. They just need PG to step up in the playoffs. Okay. Woo. Oh man. My neck was getting heavy with all that cap. Okay. And then the and then the with the last one. Clippers ain't the deepest, man. Clippers ain't the deepest. Y'all listen. Y'all sleeping on the certain teams y'all sleeping on. You going you going to meet the Lakers. We already know that. You going to meet the Lakers, but you still got to deal with the Phoenix Suns. People they just going under the radar. They're not the, the who's the number one team in uh, you want to know who has We're not the talking about spot? the best. We're talking about rotation. You talk, if you're talking about the best, you better, you better put as Utah as Jazz as up as in, as in as there. Clippers go 12 deep. Who else besides Brooklyn? I don't even think no, Brooklyn. listen, no, Caleb. I don't even mean to jump in and cut off Yaja Kedit. But the number one team we should all be looking at right now is the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have the most ridiculous roster. When you think about it, Aaron Gordon, who just said that he's getting the easiest buckets that he's ever gotten in his entire career, where he picked number 50 to shun and throw shade on Dwayne Wade for ruining his champion or his dunk competition championship. Like He's walking down the middle of the court, catching the pass like this, and two-hand dunking on whoever is in the key. While Jokic is taking the ugly – like, I've never seen someone slower than Dirk Nowinski be better than Dirk Nowinski. Joke – like, as much as I love the Lakers, I'm most fearful of the Denver Nuggets. They got JaVale McGee. Them, they got Joker. They got Aaron Gordon. They got Jamal Murray. You want me to continue and- if we if we give a if we give a Seattle Seahawks reference, their their twelfth man, their twelfth man, is that elevation, because you gotta go to Denver. The it's a different ball game this year. We ain't up in no bubble. You gotta go to Denver and play in Denver. So uh, I don't know. I'm I, I Clippers. I'm sorry. Demarcus Cousin hasn't done anything in a while. Picking up Rondo for Ronnie. Paul George ain't doing nothing. Kawhi, he'll show up. Other than that, no, no, y'all got y'all got y'all need y'all need Luke, y'all need Luke Kennard to step up. But you guys are number one and three. But guess what? You know who got that number one defense? That them them New York Knicks. Let's go, D Rose. Always got you, bro. What's the deal, Ronnie? You hear this? I, listening to this fuckery, man. These dudes just <laughs> up here talking some bullshit, man. The Clippers definitely are the biggest threat to the Lakers for the simple fact that they have the versatility now. You got Rajon Rondo at point guard, which you did not have last year. He's definitely going to take the pressure off Kawhi and PG to force them to try to create for other teams. You know, let them do what they do and score. Rondo bring that championship experience, that defense, that leadership that they did not have last year. Also, switching out weak ass Montrez Harrell, who 
Montrezl Harrell puts up nice numbers. He, he puts up nice, decent numbers off the bench. But in reality, against a team with size, he's a liability. He was exposed last year against the Denver Nuggets. He couldn't call Joker because Joker was way too big. He's 6'8", trying to play a big man's game. So Montrezl Harrell was not the answer. They replaced him with Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka is more long. He's more long. He's more versatile. He defends better. And he shoots. And he can shoot free throws. So the Clippers have upgraded and also bought in DeMarcus Cousins. They don't need DeMarcus Cousins to be DeMarcus Cousins of the Kings. They just need DeMarcus Cousins to be a big body, to give him some shooting, to give him some rebounding, which he can do both of those. And he's in the best shape of his life. He looks the most slim and the most trim that he's ever been. So not saying he's going to be that beasty DeMarcus Cousins. They don't need him to do that. They just need another big body, which allows them to have him to make Anthony Davis play defense. So we don't even know how to, like I said, AD or LeBron's going to look. So I'm not even going to get on the Lakers. I got to see how healthy AD or LeBron is before I give a true assessment on Lakers. The Denver Nuggets, like I think Alvin was saying, the Denver Nuggets are a problem because Joker is an all-star. I think the Clippers can beat the Lakers. I think the Clippers are going to struggle with Nuggets because not only last year, but added Aaron Gordon to the mix, added Vail McGee to the mix. Now they got supersized, and now Michael Porter Jr. has taken uh, the next step in his career. Michael George Porter Jr. is a superstar. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Clippers do with the Denver Nuggets. As far as the Lakers, I'm not worried about the Lakers are in trouble. Um, the Lakers are in trouble. That's just a fact. It's not coming from a hater standpoint. LeBron got the high ankle sprain. AD got the Achilles thing. Lakers are in trouble. We're going to see how they look when they get healthy, though. But my, my, my thing is that's five people. That that's not deep. That's five people. Who Where, who who do the Clippers got on their bench? I didn't name that's the whole really team. Four I, I can tell you that. I can tell you that they got Patrick Beverly. Also, they got Luke mm-hmm. Kennard, a great three point shooter. They got um, what's it? Zubak. Zubak is serviceable. Serviceable Zubak. big man. It's serviceable. Oh, that's hey, all. You don't need to be throwing No, these are people that's on the team. Hey, I just want to let you guys know. I just got a text message because you know I got sources. Not in the NBA, though. I've seen Terrence Mann balling. Are you you denying that Terrence Mann is not a baller right now? Hold on, Caleb. Terrence Mann is more of a baller than TNT. Terrence Mann is more of a baller than Y'all just lost a 20, a 20, uh, y'all lost one of your best shooters off the bench. Best scorer off the bench. Can you, can you? Wait, hold on, hold on, Ronnie, and, and thank you, y'all, because that's where I was trying to segue. I got the text. Caleb, I got the text from the plug. The plug said that the Clippers only were able to stay afloat as long as they were because Lou Will was really the engine behind the Clipper Nation. Stop. Because he was there. No, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm. You know, I don't care at all about the Clippers, but right now we're talking politics, right? We're politicking, so I'm not, I'm not going to be biased, right? Lou Will was there when CP3 was there. There was a culture that was created when Lob City first started. DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, CP3, Lou Will off the bench. And then you had a lot of other pieces that fell into place. Regardless how many coaches, regardless how many players, Lou Will was one of the only players still there. Him and Jamal Crawford, when you know you had them both at the same time, which everybody was like, well, how is that even possible? But Lou Will was that guy that kind of kept everybody aware that, hey, you know, regardless of what the haters say, we got something. Like, we are Clipper Nation. Like, he was the one that made Patrick Beverly and Montrez Harrell get as cocky as they were. 
if he didn't turn them up last year and let the dog out of them, because they, you know, they were always dogs. They were chain dogs on the, you know, nice spike in the ground and they could go so far. But he was the one that let them off the leash. He was the one that brought them out. And that's why he said, if I get traded, I'm willing to retire because I gave everything I could. You name me one other player that's fought to stay with the motherfucking Clippers. Okay, you tell me one. No, 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 no. Talk about the honest, Caleb. Caleb. No, talk about that's the, the point. Caleb. No, Caleb, that's, the, the, the no, Caleb. Caleb, we're not talking about that. No, you told me, Lou Caleb, Will you told me you was on flame, Caleb. Door. I got you now, Caleb. You keep going. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. We have no more. Wait, y'all. Wait, y'all. So, hell, get your ass out. The Lakers, you can have them. Lakers, you can have them. Straps, you can have them. You told me, Caleb. You told me we could get you out of here on the off season. Okay, we don't okay. Need you yeah. on with you. you knew you were getting crazy. <laughs> let him die out. Hold on, I'm on my Kevin Hart. Let him die out. Now, Caleb, you told me you was on. Let me have it about my Lakers. That's why I came fresh like Stephen A. But now, since we talk about your boys, I gotta let you know the truth. The Clippers. The Clippers don't have an identity except being the little brothers to the Lakers. Their entire Thank you. Thank you. That's number 17, Caleb. You got to remember your Clippers. The, you know who is a, you know who's the best player in Clipper Nation history is Ron Harper when he got drafted. You look it up right now because I did my research today, but baby, I swear to God, I swear to God, look it up right now. Ron Harper, when Ron Harper was drafted in the NBA, they called him the Baby Jordan. That's they the did. only reason why he ended up with that the Chicago Bulls. No but no, 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 well, Ronnie, you know, you know, I'm not trying to take it there. But the reason why I'm saying I got you, y'all, I got you on. Give me 30 seconds. The reason why I say that is that players who come to the Clippers like Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles, the best things they do is when they leave the Clippers, and they make podcasts. So the Clippers have never had an identity. They've never had an identity except being little brother. Now, okay. this year. This okay. year, this year, I give you respect, Caleb. The Clippers have a, an arsenal of players that could contend in the playoffs. But if we go, wait, 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 I got past it. If we go question. off, what's your question? Do they you don't think have enough. THC is better, Hell better no. than Hell no. Stop. Go ahead, y'all. I'm sorry. I can't even. I can't even answer that. I'm on my, my Stephen question, A. <laughs> my Are you really on the THT board, man? Well, why THT is, I mean, honestly, if they if people were paying more attention to him in the G League, you would have him as the top three players for six man of the year right now. If you saw what he was doing in the G League before he got to the Lakers, but go ahead, y'all. I'll be quiet. My I, I question is to the Clipper Nation. You named off Rondo. Rondo's mm. good. You named off Demarcus Cousins. He hasn't even no. played in a while. So we're gonna throw him out. That's why he didn't get a bubble Kawhi. championship. Kawhi shows up. Cool. My question is: You keep going and saying PG, 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 PG has not shown up in the playoffs for like the last what? He's been with the Clippers two years now. 
Bro, the this is coming from a Derrick Rose fan. How are you talking? Oh, whoa, 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 but hey, but okay, okay. They, they, they don't want it. They, they don't, don't want it. Right. 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 You know what? You know what? Derrick Rose and um PG thirteen got in common. They both missing the championship. Oh, but okay. guess what oh, though? Wow. Derrick Rose, but Derrick Rose, but Derrick Rose, he's been injured, right? He hasn't even been to the playoff. Actually, when he was in the playoffs with Minnesota, he was cooking. He was cooking in the playoffs against against the Rockets. What has your boy Paul George done in the playoffs? Oh, we got to exactly. move on. So, we got to get – Go do man. your homework, Ronnie. Right. Minnesota did yeah, make the playoffs when Dan Rose was It's all trash. Schroeder's out of there. LeBron, well, hey, uh, so all y'all comparing Derrick Rose, y'all comparing Derrick Rose that hasn't been in the playoffs to who else y'all Does that make you think that um Paul George is trash? Because you compare Oh, wait, let me talk to you. Wait, wait, he's on this side. Let me talk to Alvin right quick. Hey, Alvin, let me ask you a question, bro. desperate trying to get KCP out of there. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you a question. Right I try to get Caruso, but he ain't no trade bait because he tried. The, the, the he question is your only bait, and he just came from the G League. <laughs> your best trade <laughs> piece was a G League player. We let, me ask you, let, me, let me ask you a question right quick, Alvin. Let me, let me ask you a question right quick, Alvin. Um, so yes, when I presented my question, right, when I presented my question about Paul George, the right. response was Derrick Rose. So right. my question to you is, if their response is Derrick Rose, who hasn't done anything, right? So right. doesn't that mean that if you're going to compare Derrick Rose to Paul George, doesn't that mean Paul George is on the same level as Derrick Rose? If you listen, hey, you didn't hey, listen to what hey, I said. Hey, this is hey, what I say. High five. People don't listen for understanding. I'm yeah. not comparing the two players. <laughs> Just listen to what I said. I said – how are you getting on Paul George and what he's done for the last couple playoffs? But you always talk about how great Derrick Rose is going to do and what he's going to do. He ain't done shit. How are you advocating for somebody ain't done shit, but you getting on Paul George for not doing shit? Listen to what I said. You're not making any sense. Uh, Derrick Rose came, what came Paul back George from the, done? What Paul Derrick George Rose has came back from What has Derrick Rose done? Why are you advocating for somebody that ain't did shit? I don't understand. Oh, Derrick Rose... If Derrick Rose hasn't done anything, hey, run, why did? Hey, could you could you show run. your shirt right quick? Could you show your I'm shirt right quick? Show your I'm shirt. No. Show, show, show your shirt. Show, show your shirt. Oh, this is yeah. why you wearing that if shit. If Derrick Rose hasn't done anything, why did that team want Derrick Rose on their team? Come if Derrick Rose, good player. if Derrick Rose hasn't done anything, why did your Clippers? Want Derrick Rose as well. So if he's that yeah, garbage, why your teams yeah. want him? They didn't that want him. weak, man. So let's get to this NFL, man. The NFL draft coming up. Trevor Lawrence is obviously going number one. Who do y'all feel like is the best prospect in this NFL draft? 
I think Kyle Pitts from Florida, the tight end, he ran a 4-4. He did like something ridiculous amount of reps for the for the 225 as far as the bench press. All the measurables, man, he, he got the film. He got the measurables. Everything is lining up. I feel like he's the best football prospect in this draft. Also, my cousin Tyler Vons from USC, he's entering in this draft. I see him going between the third to fifth round. So it's good to see a family member make it, man. So we room for Tyler. So put y'all bid in, man. But who y'all think is the best prospect in this NFL draft? I'll I mean, exit, I I'll exit ahead, right now. I haven't watched anything. Uh, I don't. I don't really watch the uh, the whole um, prospects and everything like that. So I don't know who, even who's in it or what's going on. So I will exit stage nine on this. I'm going to just jump in because I'm a lot like y'all. I don't really mess with too much football. You know me, I love my, my basketball. I almost dropped my phone. Um, but what I did notice was that in the top five picks that I have it on my phone right here, um, there's an outside linebacker, Penny I CL. I don't know, Swell from uh, he's a big ass dude, <laughs> huge 6'6, 330. Like, dude's quick, he's strong. And I like, I don't know why, but when it comes to football. Even though it always feels and you know the fans come to see touchdowns, it's crazy to see how much the uh, the out, the offensive line and the defensive line gets respected by the quarterbacks, the outside linebackers, middle linebacker safeties, and all that. Like you know, Russell Wilson bought everybody stuff. You know, like it's cool that like I don't know. I got a lot of boys. I guess are big. You know what I'm saying? And they like the line, so it's cool to see somebody working hard enough to be a top five prospect. So I'm going with him just because he's a bigger dude because quarterbacks always have the ball in their hands. So why wouldn't they be highly, you know, highly uh, sought after? What you got for us, Ronnie? Well, the NFL draft, obviously we got the top five picks. Um, I usually – really, I mean, the NFL draft, I mean, the slave uh, – I mean <laughs> – <laughs> I really don't rock with the NFL draft too much. I usually wait till the you know the season starts to really get into it. But uh, did I was noticing some names like uh, Alvin was saying, you know Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, he's uh, projected to go first. You know, big ass motherfucker. He's you know six six quarterback, um, long with the vision, field vision. You already know with, with tall quarterbacks, you got that field vision. So um, it's just going to be interesting to see you know, how he can translate that game to the NFL because we saw the Cam Newton 6'6", you know, and, and, and Cam Newton was great for a minute, but it looks like he had a short window to try to be great. And, you know, with the quarterback position, there's no shortage of good quarterbacks. So it's going to be interesting to see what he actually does. Um, I did uh, see uh, Asante Samuel Jr. down there. You know, of course, we know his father, the great uh, defensive player his father was. But – uh it's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm a, it's a wait and see type of thing for me. I want to see what the the, the projected number one pick does. Um, and it's also the the quarterback position of uh, Zach Wilson out of BYU uh, to see what these guys do at the quarterback position. Because you know we've seen guys like Mahomes and you know um, 
uh, Lamar and, uh, you know, all those guys of the future. So uh, it's always interesting to see the quarterbacks and what they're going to do. Hopefully, they, hopefully they can last all 17 games. <laughs> I don't know, man, for real. They're talking about having a full capacity by the, yeah. by the middle of the season. So the NFL is ramping to get back to business as usual. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. And I know I'm trying to get to that Super Bowl, no matter where it's at. So you ain't never lie. You know what I'm saying I hope they get to to the end because I'm trying to get to that Super Bowl. But, but let's get to the, the the boy, the man of the week, man, Paul Pierce, man. <laughs> yes, so Paul yes. Pierce, you know what I'm saying? Got fired from ESPN after going live on Instagram. And during his live, he was getting his hair cut at a barber shop. And he was uh, consuming marijuana while there was um, entertainment in the background. You know what I'm saying? And he was telling other entertainment that they should pull up because they could make some money. <laughs> so what do y'all think? So what do y'all think about what's going on with Paul George? I mean, Paul Pierce. And do you think that he should have lost his job for this? Uh, I think Paul. I think Paul Pierce. Like to be honest, I didn't really like him as an analyst. I think he was kind of like. I think he was kind of like bitter. Like certain players, he'll just be like. They ain't good back in my day, kind of kind of thing. And if if like I got my championships, and yeah, I I I just didn't really, I didn't really, I will rock with what's his name, uh, Perkins. I like Perkins more than I like Paul Pierce as an analyst. So man, you I mean, missing the point, man. It's not about what you like. It's about does he deserve to get fired for what happened? Like it ain't. Got I ain't missing the point if you be quiet and let me talk. Damn, you talking about some shit. Damn. Damn. So I'm saying, if you guys asking for my damn opinion, I'm giving you my damn opinion. I didn't like him as an analyst in the first place, so him getting himself fired, it don't matter. It, it don't matter because you didn't like him. He got himself fired. Who else got himself? He got himself fired. And that's, the, that's like the problem, if, if that's my problem. That's the problem I have with your whole view. You're not looking at it at, from at a, from a black man's point of view. You're looking at it on some other weird shit. The black man about, got his stuff. We're, we're about, look, look, we're talking about the fact that this man was on camera oh being a grown ass man, not doing nothing illegal, smoking on legal weed, drinking on legal drink, getting a haircut, enjoying himself, and he got fired. Now, do you think a white analyst would have got that same treatment? I remember Marv Albert, Marv Albert, one of them sportscasters did some weird shit, did some weird shit with kids or something. I forgot one. I got to look it up. One of them ESPN announcers did some weird shit and they ended up working on the network again. Like this type of shit only happens to niggas in America. And you can't wait, 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 you say, you, you say, you say he's not um, recognized. As a black man, right. he's, he's right. being fair, you, unfairly treated. You talking? He's being unfairly treated. How is he being? That's so that's that's so narrow minded. That's so narrow minded. Narrow minded. For, for, because, well, let's go back to what you said. You said the white man 
so technically the white man got fired and he got rehired again. No, he right? didn't get fired. He, he no, he continued to work. Nothing happened to him. And Robert Kraft as well. Mm -hmm. Robert Kraft is do you know who Robert Kraft is? The owner the the owner of the New England Patriots. This uh -huh. man, okay. Yeah, the owner of the New England England Patriots got caught at the at the massage parlor getting happy endings. And then they, they 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 the feds rushed it, and he been to that location some three hundred and some three hundred and fifty some times, and and he so went to court, going back to the took a plea deal, and actually was guilty of what was he, he was being accused of, and the NFL didn't levy no fine. Did did it even get any type of media play? No, it, nothing happened to this white man. But when the black man, his going whole back, life. Going back to going back to the question of Paul Pierce and everything, and this is where the bullshit comes in, is I just take me, for example. If I'm working at a job and that job says you can't you can't smoke on the job. You can't smoke. Yeah, you can't smoke marijuana on the job. Okay, you can't smoke marijuana on the job. Okay, cool. It's a part of. Let me finish. Okay, so if 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 they say you can't smoke on the job, Yajiketi, and let's say I smoke before work, right? And they decide to give me a drug test, and it shows that I have it in the system, and I get fired. Whose fault is that? That ain't the same thing. What are you talking about? If in his contract or whatever, he has to portray a certain image and he gets on his live, you're still a public figure at the end of the day. He got fired for what he did. There's consequences for his actions. But what we like to do is go instead of taking responsibility for his or us going well you know white people get away with it well damn it you already know certain white people get away with it so grow the fuck up and stop crying about what white people do and know that you got to present yourself in a certain way but you rather cry about what white people do so so therefore, you sound like a white boy, dog. You sound like a white man trapped in a black nigga's body, man. That's what you sound like. It sounds like you. You sound ridiculous, bro. No, you sound like you're crying over what. No, no, I'm gonna pull up one and come down here and experience some real shit because that's some bullshit. What the hell are you talking, bro? Every place ain't like complaining about white people. That's why there's different levels to this, bro. There's that different levels be, to this, bro. When you get over what white people do and start worrying about what you do, it's Man, a different it ballgame, bro. Simple, don't sir, come you don't, foul, it ain't bro. that simple. You obviously it been living in simple. a bubble your whole it is life. That simple. You've been living you, in a bubble your it, whole life. You've been, you need real. to experience You don't know life. what I've been through, bro. You've been living in a bubble, bro. All right. You don't know what I've been through, bro. Talking like that. You don't know what I've been through, bro. Talking like that. Don't put me in this, bro. You don't know what I've been through, bro. Talking like that. You know what I've been through, bro? Gentlemen, can I get mine? 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 Gentlem
as both Ronnie and Yaja Kennedy are talking about. If this was a job, you see I'm trying to be sarcastic with voices and shit. If this was a job, I know my image is not just going to turn off between the hours of, uh, let's see, 6 p.m. and 8 a.m. if I work 9 to 5. So if I know my job is being watched by so many different people, I have to know that if I do anything legal or illegal, motherfuckers is going to talk. And if it's talking enough to where it's going to affect their pockets, they're going to let me go. Now, yes, how many white people have done a lot of shit that we know they should have never done to begin with and got away with it? That is what America is built on. So to continue to beat, beat, around, the, beat around the bush and talk this same shit makes all of us look like dumbass niggas to begin with. Second, second key point. Paul Pierce is the truth, and that name doesn't even fit his fucking character or his career in the NBA. I loved everything. Listen to me. I don't care. I loved everything he did at Inglewood. I loved everything that is about his game because he's not extremely athletic. He has a high basketball IQ. Things he did like dribble like this and talking his shit, game seven, and take the step back and hit the three. I'm not saying nothing about who he is or who he was as a player. But he has a great name. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got their little, like, basketball name. It's a great name, the truth. Oh, my God, AI was the question or the answer. However you want to fucking look at it. But Paul Pierce wasn't bringing in the numbers. That's why they dropped his ass so fucking fast. They didn't even have a reason to let him go beforehand. He signed a contract. He sat there and watched my face. He made all kinds of faces like that before he said the shit that Yaja Kennedy is saying, which I stand by, too. Not even just as a person who loves basketball, but just like, nigga, not everything you fucking say, not everything you say has to be based on when you played. Shaq does it. Candace Parker flames the hell out that nigga on TNT right now, and it's funny as hell. Dwayne Wade comes in smooth as hell with his son, daughter, son, all that shit going on, and he just does what he does. Paul Pierce was the only person that was acting so entitled. Like, anything that went down with the Boston Celtics, he acted like he was in the middle of it every single time. With the shit with Rondo and, and KG and him and Perkins and all this shit, he kept talking, well, you know, when 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 I, I, me, me, I. Like, it, they were waiting. No disrespect to us as black men, but if we don't see the opportunity to step up and, 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 and level up, as an opportunity to not get seen and shit like that. Like, if I reached over here right now and grabbed a blunt and I lit it, how much respect would I lose from the kids that know me? Regardless if I'm on the clock or not. So, that's that nigga's fault. He he deserved what he got, because we are what? set up. For I can't believe this he, shit. Listen, oh, I'm saying this. Ronnie, I'm Ronnie, 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 not let me finish. If he was smoking and he was getting his haircut, and that was it, that's one thing. How many niggas don't smoke while they get a haircut? But the fact that he had the strippers, too, is why the... No, I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm saying as a network, that's why they cut him. ESPN, but he was on his own personal time. It don't matter. It don't matter. The problem that, is not what he matter. did. It's just Shannon because Sharp, he went live with Shannon it. Sharp, so Shannon Sharp brings Black and Miles to fucking Fox Sports Net every day. He talks more jiggaboo and with Skip Bayless than anybody we know on TV right now. We all love Shannon Sharp. 
We all love what they do at Undisputed. The only difference is Paul Pierce thought he had more clout than what he has. He was easily removed from ESPN because this nigga wasn't anything. If he was, if what he was on the court translated to what he is as a commentator, he wouldn't have been let go. No difference than Dwayne Wade's personal issues with his family and his children. If they were worried about the LGBT community and how people would perceive that, they would have dropped Dwayne Wade. So both, so you and Yaja Kennedy are both saying that because he wasn't that good at his job that that's he didn't have the clout to do what he did. No, if he was Michael Jordan the broadcast, he could no, do what he Caleb, did Caleb, and get Caleb, away with it. But because Caleb, he wasn't. No, then he gets in because oh well he's Caleb. expendable because he's Caleb. not that good. Caleb. Now, Caleb. Now, Caleb. now everything is you, you talk about clout, y'all talk about clout and cap and cap, but that's cap because it's based no. off of the clout Caleb. that you have. If he wasn't bringing in the numbers, so now he's expendable. That's that literally just came out from and Yaji Kenny's mouth. Oh, he didn't like him. He didn't. He wasn't that good. It's a job. So we can go. It's a job. It's a job. Yeah. Oh, get fired over day. being garbage and not over Instagram live. Get fired over being sorry at the job and not over Instagram live. My question is. is hold on, hold on, y'all. Let me get this last point. I swear to God, I'll pass yeah. it off. Let me get this last point. If this is America and we know white is white, black is black. When the fuck has a white man or a black man been in a position that they don't necessarily need to be in, and a black man do what niggas do, and a white man does what white people do, and a black man doesn't get the worst disciplinary action than a white man? Tell me when that's never happened. Only because he decided to act on flossing. Only because of that did he get fired. Other than the fact he sucked at his job. They weren't going to let him go. He signed a contract. ESPN analysts signed contracts. He he held he held up every everything on the contract. A to A to Y, and Z probably was you cannot deface our company, personally or professionally. So if you make us look bad, that gives us the opportunity to fire you on the spot. I've worked jobs where I am an image of the job, and if I cross the line, I lose my job. It's a job. Skip Bayless left and started his own shit at Fox Sports Net because he brought in the numbers. He well, brought what? in the numbers and left it right, in his own on, thing. Come on, cut it, Ronnie. Ronnie let's Go ahead, Ronnie. Go ahead. Where, where is he looking bad at? You're saying they're making the company look bad. Where is where is it? Where How is Paul Pierce being on a live Doing what he was doing, how is that gonna hurt numbers? I don't. That don't make no sense. No, that's, that's when, not gonna Paul, make people. No, listen, no, no, listen, no. Listen, Ronnie, hold on, hold on, what I'm saying hold is he was already letting the that's, numbers that's, drop that's, because nobody watched when he was on. When's the but last that's not gonna Paul make Pierce people stop watching. That's not gonna make people stop watching ESPN because he was doing that. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna make fans go away because he was doing that. That don't make no sense. That's not hurting anything. Him smoking, it does. strippers, no. and drinking, it's, it's, it's not going to hurt the plan whatsoever. Yes, it do you know that when you do, with, hold on, do you know that ESPN is with Disney? Do so? you know ESPN is with Disney? So that's not just ESPN's guidelines. It's Disney's guidelines as well. It's many subliminal messages that Disney puts in cartoons. If they chose to say, if you smoke weed publicly, you're fired, and he knew it and signed the contract, 
Why does he not deserve to lose his job? But you're not answering the question. How is that, that hurt? You said it was going to hurt the brand. How is it, it hurt the, the brand? brand because it, it hurts the, the brand, brand because, because whoever decided to write the list of things, the, whatever the policies were, whatever the uh, character criteria was, if you decide to like right now, if they told us we all could go and take our our our, our show to ESPN. The only thing you guys can't do is you can't drink on set or you can't drink on live. You can't smoke on live when you're at home. Like you can't look like you do what you do. Like you just got to have a decent image. And we it, don't do that and we lose our job. Why is it Why is it their fault? But that that's cool. I just don't see I don't see how you could be a black man in America with all this bullshit that go on all the time and be okay with that shit happening. Just because it always happens, how are you okay with that happening? I just don't see nobody, that. Nobody's, that's nobody's that's weird as fuck to me on God. No, that's weird as fuck. We got to tap on God, my nigga. That shit weird. At the end of the day, nobody said it was okay. Nobody said it was At the end of the day, you got to take risk. At the end of the day, Paul Pierce has to. When is Paul Pierce going to take responsibility for the actions that he did? So Why if he he's to not going to take, and the whole the whole thing is, if you got to take responsibility for your actions, and when it comes to taking responsibilities for your actions, doing something on a job or whatever, off the job or whatever, you're still a public figure for that company. So therefore, he got fired because of his actions but instead of us going oh well you know what his actions have something to do with it it goes well white people get away with it so why can't he get away with it and when is why can't when is Paul Pierce going to take responsibility for his actions he Paul did what Pierce he did one. We're, we're talking my, about problem with, talking. My, my problem with it is that white people love to partake in the culture love to love to dabble in it but don't want it to represent them. I came from a building in downtown San Bernardino, the 320 Premier Hall. I moved into this studio telling this the operator that I was gonna be running a music studio. We started to do events that were successful in this man's building. And he purposely derailed me and tried to slow my business because he didn't want his building being known for hip hop. But he was pretty, pretty, quick to profit off of it and, and that's my problem with the industry it's not that Paul, you're absolutely correct we got to take responsibility we're not in the same boat as the white people we can't just go out and do nigga things on the internet because we think it's cool and think that it ain't gonna be no ramifications to that but at the same time you gotta understand that systematically this is why matt barnes and them is going to do all the smoke this is why right. Sharp has his own club, Shay Shay. This is why we have this platform here. And Paul right. Pierce understands that. And this is why he was laughing at ESPN. Because he like, you think that you can shelf me by firing me? You're just releasing me. Because I can go and I can create on my own. So whether you like him, Yajiketit, or you like him as an announcer, he's going to start his own platform, and the people that do like him are going to go over there with him, and they ain't going to be watching ESPN no more. So whoever you get for ball, you got to go with him to where he's going. And that's the new dynamic of platforms like the one we have here. Yes, so sir. we're not slaves. There's no, there's no, there's no, no problem. We can do but whatever Kayla. we want. And if you don't like it, then I'll pack up and I'll go to where I got to go because I don't have to. I'm not stuck with representing ESPN, Fox, CBS, and ABC. It was five conglomerates that you were Facts. forced to represent. That is Facts. dead. 
And that's why I can go live in my personal life. And if you don't like it, I can do whatever the fuck I want because I have the power to create my own platform and take my demographic with me. And when he left the Miami, that right. we are no longer slaves to this construct. But and I, check I, this I out. That the black man came out, did his thing. He laughed at him and flexed because he like, man, you think no, you that's a good thing. But you Caleb, cannot stop a black man on a mission. Caleb, I'm so not knocking. No, do. Caleb, what he look, do. Caleb, look. I know DeAndre Kent is not going against what you're saying, and neither am I. The only thing that's funny about what you just said, everybody you said minus him already created their platform and was doing it without already getting that check. If uh, Paul Pierce bounces back and he does his own thing, just like a lot of ex-NBA players do, much respect to him. But just remember that when he decided to do what he did and it cost him his job, why did he do it, though? What was he really doing it for? Because everybody threw these memes out of how he only had like 315 people following, blah, 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 blah. But he, you have to then step back. I'm lucky to be on the Politicking Podcast with you guys, part of the broadcasting uh, family or whatever, knowing that I could do what I want, wear a button up and a tie and all that good shit with a hat and feel fresh. But at the same time, maybe he's not exactly who we think he is. Maybe he's not the truth of old because if he's getting a haircut, and he's smoking weed and he got strippers and he's motherfucking NBA champion? What do I need to go live for to show you that I got some strippers that don't even got no enhancements? I'm smoking on some booth, most more than likely because he wasn't coughing. I'm just saying, like, how I looked at it, it hurt me internally because I said, if I was ever going to try to jigaboo to get niggas to think I had, like, I'm still with y'all, even though you see me fucking around on this live or on this on the podcast or whatever, I would have did it better than that. And if it was going to cost me a job that might have been something that was feeding my family, it's going to be something different than that, too. So that's where I just want to make sure you get where I'm coming from. And I know that's where y'all's coming from, too. Because, you know, we always pushing that positive shit. We always pushing the community. We always pushing the kids and all that. And we are black men in America. We know the system's fucked up. There's no getting around it. But if we're, if he was someone we all looked up to because he made it into a new pinnacle that we hadn't reached yet, how the fuck you fall off like that, my nigga? Like, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying. And I know y'all's not going to come at, come at it the same way, but I'm, I'm hoping I'm speaking for both of us, where it's like, we're both right and wrong at the same time because he, you know, he knows he could have did better. I mean, at the end of the day, he's able, if he was looking to, maybe he was looking to get fired so right. he can be that, able that to could do be it too. Yeah. Maybe he was looking to get fired so he can go and do what he wants to do. I don't have a problem with Paul Pierce doing what he wants to do. Take ownership for what you what you want. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, for me, is if it's based upon his ESPN contract or whatever, he's the one that signed up on the dotted line and said, hey, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Same thing as if I got to go to work and they tell me this is the certain dress code you got to wear. It's a, if, if I'm working at a certain company that's wearing, uh, if I'm working at freaking, I don't know, um, UPS, I'm working at UPS and I come in in some freaking poster service outfit, they're going to be like, no, that's not our image. You got to get rid of, you, you, you're wearing the wrong image. And if I keep doing it, I get fired. But if I go, hey, well, white people get away and get to do whatever they want. Okay, cool. That's true. There's nothing wrong with that. White people get away with a lot of stuff. 
which is going to be the transition into they may get away with it. I mean, they're getting away with not even having to deal with first degree murder on George Floyd. OK, white, we know white people get away with stuff. But also at the same time, I got myself fired. Why I got myself fired? Because I decided to breach the contract. Oh my so God. if he was looking to breach the contract, cool. Paul Pierce, go do your thing. You got to look at both sides, uh, man. So How do you guys not time? look at both sides? No, what other, wait, no, Ronnie, go ahead, yes. Ronnie. Give, you know, Ronnie, give the other, right Ronnie, about, Ronnie, give the right. other side that right doesn't have a bad... Right. Yes, we got to take responsibility. Yes, we got to... But do we have to put everything better, in the private, not, in the in the public, though? You know, like, not, Look, Ronnie... Right, Ronnie, right now, what if I smoke right now? If I smoke right now, what would that do to my image? You know what I'm saying? That's like not, it's it's about who you are and taking ownership in it. But, it's but, like no, look, go look, ahead. look, look, look. Yes, you're right. Yes, we got to take ownership. We got to take responsibility. That's one side of it. But how do you just ignore the other side of it? You have What's to the ignore the systematic side. Is bullshit. No, but, like but, but we. Said. But no, but that's why we're doing it here. That's why we're doing it here. Like Caitlin was saying, the systematic part of it. Why in the hell are we ignoring the fact that they like to profit off of us? They right. like to use our talents, but oh, they want to bottle us up. Just how they try to make that dress code when Allen Iverson yes, kind of bridged the gap with hip hop in, in basketball. Allen Iverson kind of brought hip hop to basketball and the NBA was using hip hop at the halftime performances at All-Star Weekend. They yeah, were using absolutely. a lot of hip hop things. They want to yep. profit off of us, but they want to bottle us up. They want to bottle us up and try to control us. Why do we not have a problem with them trying to do that to us and control us? That man wasn't doing anything wrong. You talk about two, protecting and, and, no, watching, no, no. and, and kids watching this and kids watching that in Disney. No, 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 Ronnie, I got you. Ronnie, and all of that I'm, a come, I'm coming to your side. Right. I swear to God, I come to your side right now. Two, two questions, two, two sentence answer, right? Two sentence yeah. answer. If we're coming from the side of being a black man and that's messed up that he lost his job because he's just doing the same thing that anybody else would do. If we're looking at being a black man in America, regardless if we had dads or not or uncles or not to project the right image into us, we know we're already two checks out. Right. We're already two strikes out of three out the game. We're black and we're males. We know that everything we do everyone else wants to do. We know everything that women want, doesn't matter any nationality, they want it from us, especially the children, because they look great when they come from black men, right? And the third thing is what we're capable of doing with little or next to no education, right? So if the system's fucked and we can all agree upon that, that's why we're privileged to be on the politic and broadcast, or a broadcasting company, like Caleb said, like you said, what necessarily could have went different than what happened when he chose to go live. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I get everything, but the only problem is he's not Caleb. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's not the CEO of his own shit. He's an employee. Every but how black do we know man, what was in that contract, though? No, no, like, no, no. But see, that's, about... no, no. The only reason why I said the contract part was because I've worked for a multitude of companies that if their image reaches children at any way, shape, or form, that anything related to sex, drugs, and alcohol is an instant termination 
from Boys exactly. and Girls Club. No, no, listen to me. From Boys and Girls Club. No, with black men. I don't know about white men, but with black men in the school districts, if you ever get caught in a classroom, in a cafeteria, in an office, and any woman of any nationality said they felt uncomfortable with you in that room and there's no one else to witness, you're fired. If you're a a mentor like I am on campus and a teacher says, oh, I don't like, and I've had it happen to me multiple times. I don't like the way that he goes into classrooms and interrupt classrooms. No, I'm called into the class to talk to the kids and the teacher gives me that a lot of time. But because it was a white man who said it, I got reprimanded for it. And I knew what I was doing, but I decided to maneuver through it differently. And that's me trying to do me and my job. Now, if Paul Pierce is in a position like we don't know, and that's the whole thing. Paul Pierce, for us, we think of the truth. We think about the guy who had a Nike contract, but we don't know how long his contract lasted. So we don't know if he's getting money like Allen Iverson is getting Reebok money, right? We don't know if he's making extra money outside of ESPN because we don't know shit about him. His Instagram is very dry, very dry. So when I'm telling you that when he went live and it was like, whoa, bro, you got the strippers, you got the blood going up, you getting the haircut, like my nigga. And you almost do like this. Where have you been? Where have you been since you retired from the league at the Clipper, with the Clippers where any of this is something that we could just slap you on the wrist and let you keep going? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part that hurts me is that I look up like I, I hated Paul Pierce because he was a Clipper. I'm, I'm sorry. He was a Celtic, but he was from L.A. So it was like, man, I watched it. I YouTubed his footage. I saw what he was about. But it lets me down as a basketball fan. I'm like, bro. You're telling me of all times that you could have smoked big blunts and had strippers in your spot that you do it now after you're retired and everybody's not really talking about you? And then, oh, yeah, this the truth style sets you free. Unless unless Caleb can get him on, on here next Wednesday, you tell me what he bounced back from so fast that people don't give him shit for. I guess for me, at the, at the end of the day, um, I speak to my my coon reference that I'm a coon, um, where, <laughs> where I, I never, I never said that there was anything wrong with Paul Pierce did. I'm going off of, I'm going off of at the end of the day, Paul Pierce still needs to take responsibility for what he did. So what he did got him fired. That's it at the end of the day. But just because, you're saying that I don't identify with the other side and that I have no pretty much history when it comes to the black side and what I do for the black community. When you get in my box and my life and know what I do for the black community, then you can you wouldn't even be able to make that reference. So what I'm saying is he needs to take responsibility for his actions. And I'm also, I also, if you replay this, you will hear me say that the system is messed up for the black community. So I'm identifying both sides of the spectrum. But when you, you identify both sides, you when, you, when you identify both sides of the spectrum, you sound coonish because you also identify and you go, you take it from the middle ground and you go, yeah, Paul Pierce got himself fired. 
bro, you didn't know. You didn't at first. You did not identify both sides. You immediately start attacking him right away. That's when I cut you off because I was like, this is some fuckery. You did not. Well, Ronnie, look, Ronnie. I said, look, I said Ronnie. that. You I did not. I let y'all be talking. Y'all always overtalking me. Let me talk. God damn it. Like, I always let y'all talk. I always let y'all talk. What I'm saying is, you, you, but you're capping. You did not identify both sides. You went straight to attacking him and saying he deserved what we got and all that other stuff. You went straight to that, straight attacking that man without addressing the fact that it's bullshit anyway. Don't you know Matt Barnes has a podcast called All the Smoke? And he works for ESPN. He smokes on his podcast and still works for ESPN. He asked him to be light skinned. That's another subject. We 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 could talk about that another time. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm saying, oh, you did not address both sides. Don't sit up here and act like you addressed both sides from the jump because you didn't. You were Man, wrong. I, I had to point it out to you. Once you don't play it back again, you didn't say anything about it. Once you play it back again, and then what I attacked, and and then on top of that, on top of that. I did not say you don't do nothing for the black community. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you I'm said, saying you, you, you don't look at the cook. other side when it comes to black issues. You, you don't look cook. at the other side. You, you always go have on no, some cool uh, shit. Go watch uh, the you old said episodes. I been You'll through see yourself always on some cool shit. I'm not saying this for nothing. You be on some cool shit. You do. Uh, uh, you did when you say when you say um you haven't been through anything. I didn't so say therefore, you you're you're saying. You said that you haven't experienced anything to even know about the other side it's, for you. That's coming from him, though. He said that himself. Remember, we talked on a couple of pod last year on podcast. He whoa, said, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, and you Taylor, you're the witness. He said, I don't know much about black history. He said that on this show. He said, I don't you know. I haven't studied black history. I don't know nothing about black history. He said that on an episode. So that's what yeah. I was referring to. But you don't know nothing no, you about black No, you aren't. Don't, you don't, don't, don't try to black history. Now, bro, bro. That means that you don't have a lot of knowledge or care about black issues because you don't study the history. You can't claim to have a passion and a knowledge about what's going on right now without knowing the history. That don't make and no sense. Wrong. Wrong. Don't First make of no all, sense let's get it right again. Let's get it right again because you 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 you're trying to defend yourself, but it ain't no, really working. No, because when I said that, did not say that? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did not stop that? talking. Let me let me finish. So when I said that, we were on the subject of we were talking about politics. And what I said was, I don't know much about politics. I don't know much about I didn't say I didn't know much about black history. Yes, I said did. I don't yes, know did. much about history. You said history. black history. No, you said oh, black okay, history. Okay. We talked yeah, about hey, but listen, hey, I'm a look, I'm a cut, I'm a cut. Hey, look, I'm a, I'm a cut both of you. I look, I'm a cut both of you black men off and remember that each of us have our own individual black history. So it don't matter. Right. I'm just saying, like, just don't forget that we all come from different areas, come from different backgrounds and all that. So there's things that I know Ronnie's been through that I ain't been through. Y'all probably been through that Caleb ain't been through and vice versa. Yeah, but you can't but, downplay somebody no, no, else's. I know, no, no. Listen, look, I'm going to throw, look, I'm going to throw myself in this. Look, the only reason why I'm throwing myself in this is because when y'all first said what he said and then Ronnie jumped in and you guys had your debate, I jumped in to try to defend y'all because I knew where he was coming from. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know I talk differently than he does, but I knew where his message, where he was trying to get to. So I jumped ahead of him to get to the end. And then he kind of worked his way back around so that he could still get what he was trying to say out. I know 
I don't know everything y'all has been through, but I know he knows enough to know what the hell he's talking about. But the thing that you, Ronnie, and you, y'all are forgetting is that this bullshit y'all throwing back and forth is exactly why this nigga Paul Pierce got fucking fired. Because this is what us niggas do. If the system is fucked, it doesn't matter if if the system's been fucked since before we were born, why we got to talk about it every time we talk about something that's fucked up? Exactly. You, Ronnie, you got mad, Ronnie, and I, only, I love you because I love your podcast I've actually been paying attention. You got mad that y'all didn't say about why it's fucked up that Paul Pierce got fired. But the reality is we should be at the point now since we almost all knocking on 40 type shit. We passed that bullshit. We should low-key be laughing like this nigga got fired. We got to somehow get in his DM and try to get him on one of these politicians next Wednesday or one of the Wednesdays thereafter. Because that's why shit is not going to go forward. It's not even about the kids right now. It's about the bullshit. Like, weed is legal. So, um, I'm sorry, Matt Barnes might still have moments where he's a guest speaker, but he is not an ESPN uh, employee anymore. Him and... Uh, uh, Stephen A. or Stephen Smith both cut their ties after the George Floyd thing, and that's why they went all in on their podcast. They brought in Quentin Richardson because they needed somebody that was getting the attention, like Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson, Matt Barnes, and Stephen Jackson, and that's why he came on. They're 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 reaching really hard to get people that our age range, our demographic, our generation respects on TV because we know niggas is just getting played. So we don't want to see it no more. We don't want to hear it no more. It was a calculated move. ESPN is being powered, driven by Disney, Disney, Disney. You don't have you could shit the wrong way and Disney fucking fires you. You know what I mean? So I don't want y'all to keep going at each other like that because I know y'all ain't no coon, but he do be saying some shit off the side of his neck, and that's just how he is. I say shit off the side of my neck because that's just how I am. But I'm just saying, like, there was nothing that we could have done as black people or Paul Pierce to stop himself from getting fired if he wanted to get clout on Instagram. And that's all that shit was for. That nigga pulled a Takashi 6 9 and y'all over here fighting over this shit. <laughs> Let me fix my time. To, to chime in on that, as far as the whole Conan reference, Conan to me is is basically diverting the the black the the, the black agenda and and pushing the white agenda, the white man agenda. So when you say when you use Conan in that reference, you're saying that. He systematically agrees with the system, which we both, which we all, we all pretty much say that the system is broken. So that's what you're saying is that you you believe that he believes in the system. Yes. And this no. is why you're referring to nobody. No, 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 no. Nobody believes in the system. Based off several podcasts we had on here, unless he be playing around. Yes, he said several Ronnie, things that make Ronnie, him believe Ronnie, that he agrees with the system. Ronnie, Ronnie, yes. Ronnie. Unless he, he be playing, bear, I don't know if he be Ronnie, playing or if he be Ronnie. Yajakete wore a bear hat last uh, two weeks ago because we were talking about the Lakers so much. Me and him both were sarcastic as fuck. You got to come to the AV. I don't know. I don't know whether the dude is serious or not. He sounded like he was serious You got to come out here, get a taste of the dirt. 
the AV is the real dirt. This is where the Flintstones was filmed. This is where a lot of movies like Nothing to Lose, all that desert scenes with Martin Lawrence, that was out here. There's a lot of stuff out here that you just, you know, you might not be, you know, you don't understand this yet, but I'm just saying, like, I know that he's talking the way he's talking just because that's how he talks. Nothing I don't well, think it's coming I, I from think a, that, a, a naive mindset. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's I not, don't think that it's naive. It's uh, we, we all see the same things, just through different eyes. So you, well, yeah. what, so what he's and what I agree with what Yajiketa is saying is that your opinion or your experience doesn't negate mine or my experience. So right. not one man's experience shouldn't be and opinion shouldn't be weighed over the other. So you can't my experience, even though it's not your experience, well, who's to say that your experience holds more weight than mine? Right. That is the point, though. You you have to be with. You can't be ignorant enough to not learn, though. You want to learn other experiences. You want to learn other people's experience. You want to learn other. If when you say as a black man that I don't know nothing about black history, and yes, you did say that. You said that on a podcast. I'm gonna find this shit. Yeah, and I'm gonna but that was over a year ago. And oh, but, but still, then, no, but still, but still, but still, is he, but still, is he still, is he still the same person when, that he I was? Don't know that. He I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't not. know. What I'm saying is, when you say something like that, you still have you can't be too ignorant to know that other side. Just because you got a different experience, you don't. That that's that's like what I said about Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was dumb as hell for getting on there saying, "Oh well, a cop damn near saved my life." Shit, uh, cops is cool. Cops ain't bad. You don't say that in the middle of a crisis of a string of black people getting murdered by the cop. You don't say that's your own personal experience. We're talking about as a whole. As a whole, yeah, what but you, but Ronnie, you can't hey, speak of one little good personal experience with that punk right. ass cop and throw right. that out there during this crisis. You're gonna you showing your people that you ain't with them. That's Cooney. No, that's but, what no, Cooney is but right see, there. No, but Ronnie, you got to remember that that's the fucked up part about us. You know what I'm saying? Like we always make excuses why we're not together. Every one thing that puts us aside. Is always what we focus on to keep us aside. But if we talk about coming together more often than what tears us apart, it changes the dialogue. Like if Lil Wayne said the one time he ever had an engagement with a cop was positive, and that's the only time he ever had it because maybe right thereafter, baby picks him up, puts him under his wing, and then he's, you know, bird man, young money, cash money, blah, 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 blah. Maybe he never really ever had to have an experience like that. Now he could sympathize and empathize that his people have always been you know, just completely taken advantage of for all of humanity, you know what I'm saying? But if he doesn't understand why, because he's never experienced it, that only makes him uneducated on in his own life, you know what I'm saying? But he doesn't have to go back and read up on Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh, George Washington Carver. Like, he don't have to look up the past to figure out what's wrong now and how to make it better later. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know exactly what you're saying. It's just, I was always the nigga called Coon because I'm the light-skinned one. You yellow-ass, coon-ass, Freckle face, red ass nigga, and I you don't have any idea how many times I've let niggas talk like you talk to y'all, and the only way I've been able to shut them the fuck up is by when a girl walks up and they say hi to me before they kiss them on the lips, or when they kids come and say hi to me because they know me more than they know their kid their dad. Or the third one is niggas talk this shit when we poly, when we podcast or we're on the 
basketball court. And if a nigga can't show, if they can't back up the shit they talk, I torch you, tell you to shut the fuck up. When we get off the line, I shake your hand and give you a hug. So that's where we're at now. It's like, you and y'all look stupid as fuck wasting this time on this goddamn podca- uh, podcast talking about cooning or back and forth when this is exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. This is the system working at its best, and you two niggas got a puppet fucking fist up your ass talking this <laughs> shit because it matters. It don't fucking matter. We wasted this whole fucking Wednesday talking about three subjects when we had six because you niggas can't come together at one time. You know what I'm saying? But this is the yellow niggas saying it because yellow niggas can say this shit because I'm not Drake. You feel me? I'm not Drake. I'm not Drake. So I can say this and nobody say nothing else. And it's crazy. Cause well, you need, it's not it's not so crazy because it ain't personal. I don't I hate know, that's the problem. I, I, I know neither one personal. of y'all hate each other. It's it, just this it is us personal, and this fucked up. But it's system. the dialogue that's needed, though. It's the dialogue that's needed. And yes, my delivery is a certain way. I talk it a certain way. That's, if you know be. me, that's just how I talk. I got a certain right. way I deliver. This has got a certain way I talk. It ain't nothing personal against nobody. Everybody that know me know I'm, I'm a good hearted person. I just got to deliver. But it, I think it's a dialogue that's needed. If I feel that you lacking in a certain, I'm passionate about black history and the black yes, man's fight in America. That's what I'm passionate about. So excuse me if it comes off as something different, but that's what I'm passionate about. So to no, see I a love black it. man not be educated in that field or not care as much, it kind of does rob me the wrong way. So the dialogue is needed to say, okay, you ain't strong in this area. You ain't looking at this area. Let me let you let you know my perspective so you could try to see it from this way. So you could try to understand from that area. That's the purpose of the dialogue. It's not a waste of time. I'm going to go right. back and think about this episode. I'm sure he'll go back and think about this episode and take things that he said, take things that you said, take things that Caitlin said, and think about all that shit and apply right. it to life. So the dialogue right. is not pointless. The dialogue is needed. Always. No, you know what I mean, though. I'm just saying as far as this bantering back and forth. What's up, y'all? What you got to say? Uh, Final nah. thoughts. We got we to gotta wrap this up. Uh, mm. well, I guess my final thought is if I didn't know the history I'm still man enough I've been on this what I've been on every politician podcast since I got on the first one Right. so me not knowing the history I, I'm getting educated in the history in areas that I am lacking in or that getting it from a different perspective so me not learning something i get on this i get on this mug every week every week every wednesday i got some i got i got things i gotta do at 12 a.m and i still get on this thing every week religiously caleb says he needs me I'm on here. I, I hit Caleb up and I asked Caleb, yo, we politicking today? So I'm getting the education of it in a different perspective and everything like that. I'm, the word coon, I don't, I, I've been called other other things. So that don't, that don't really matter. For me, it was when it became personal and it was basically I haven't been through shit. That's when it became personal. Now for me, I'm going to now make the decision if I'm going to continue to be on this. So that's my final take on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, my I'll go ahead and start the shout outs. Uh, shout out to Yaja Kedit. Shout out to Ronnie. Shout out to Kalem. Shout out to Politic Broadcast. Shout out to to uh, Yaj, uh to I'm sorry, Man Things. Brand of encouragement. Shout out to my thing. Pro, uh, focus on the future. Shout out to HNS420. Man, shout out to the AV because you know we out here in the dirt doing big things. Stay tuned. Oh, running wild politician podcast hns um shout out to everybody that's doing something um and yeah shout out to the politic and politic inform hns 420 brand of encouragement um uh, focus on the future. Shout out to the HNS 420 team, higher learning. Uh, shout out to everybody that keep watching us. Um, and uh, looking forward, you know this 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 podcast game is 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 a grown man game. You know what I'm saying you can't you can't get in your feelings on here. It's, it's you get off the podcast and you go right back to dapping it up. Me and Caleb have gotten a many arguments on podcasts and screaming at each other. As soon as we turn this motherfucker off, we go outside and light up. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't nothing personal, dog. It ain't nothing personal. Don't let anything that's said on here get to you personally. You got to just, you know, this is a show. It's entertainment. It was a damn entertainment show. I guarantee you, whoever watching this shit enjoyed the fuck out of it. And that's what it's all about. So don't take it personal, dog. If, if, if I offended you in, in a personal way, I apologize to you, brother. Don't take it personal. It's a show, and we did our damn thing. And, and come back next week and do it the fuck again. Thanks. No, I appreciate yeah. you too, man. Now, I created this platform specifically for this. When I first started this, we only talked about serious subjects. And I threw in the sports and the current events just to lighten it up because I didn't want it to be too heavy. But mm -hmm. the whole purpose of this platform and the whole purpose of this show is to tap into these subjects where we don't – we. As black men, we're in rooms with each other all the time, but we never have these conversations. Mm -hmm. And until these conversations occur, do we know that, you know what I'm saying? I didn't been in rooms with homies for 10 years. And then we have a conversation about snitching, and everybody but me talking about, nigga, I ain't no gangster, I'm a snitch. <laughs> and I'm standing there looking like, damn, I'm in a room full of niggas that'll snitch on me. But right. it's just the fact that we, these, these conversations, is what brings us together as a people. And these are the things that we've been avoiding as a people. And these are the things that we don't have, these discords. And this is why platforms like this are so popular and so necessary. Because the mainstream media is not going to allow two black men to have this conversation like you guys Facts. have. Right? Facts. Exactly. Damn. Damn, that's right. Because there's a lot of people that come from a Yajiketa's background that knows exactly where he's coming from. And it's right. a lot of people that come from your background that knows exactly where you're coming from. Right, right. Because as a people, we don't have these conversations. This right. is absolutely necessary. And this right. is exactly why I created this platform. Right. So that we can have these conversations as men. And right. we can go back and after this and be like, you know what? I got to better myself. What can I do? What can I learn? Where am I lacking? Right. And this is why I love this doing this. This is therapy for me because every show 
I'm going back and I'm like, okay, well, Alvin brought up a point of view that I never thought of. Ronnie brought up some some history facts that I never knew. Yajiketit came with some energy that just lit light, light, uh, livened me, you know, lifted my spirits. Yeah. You know, it's, it's things that you're getting from each individual on this on this platform that is necessary for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And that's Definitely. why I love doing this shit, man. And Definitely. And, and this this is just you know we got a lot more work to do, man. We do. Black men that is always pushing the community and and doing it the right way, not just saying, not just preaching. Not just who was the nigga Daryl Jackson cheating on his wife, but talking about he a relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not on no fuck shit like that. Like niggas, when this when this screen goes off, I'm getting back to the work. When I know when y'all get off, Josh can say he got something to do at twelve. Cause I know when he gets off this podcast, he getting back to the work. Alvin, I know in the morning. Yes, you sir. Back to the work. You probably up at five in the morning. Back to the work. Right. Always. Right. And that's what matters, you know what I'm saying? That's what matters. Yeah. Yep. So I don't yep. know I don't know what all y'all niggas gonna do out there, but it's get obvious it. that me and, and these three men on this show with me is gonna get to it, man. Politic in the podcast. We out of here.